Now a stretch on the left, a shot, kick down, kick save, and a beauty from Hill. Somehow Veneers got through unmarked. Now a loose puck, sliding save by Hill. What a combo! Aiden Hill flashing all over. Nobody is ever satisfied with one, so we're back for a second hour of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Oh, and a loose puck, it goes into the goal. The Knights have made it. Johnny on the spot. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com, here is Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Got the hockey parlay contest coming up, which just reminded me that I got to pick my game. You guys are both in uh, with your selections for the weekend. We'll give you three games, and the lucky contestant has to pick all the winners. And if the contestant is right, they walk off with that week's pot, which Going into this week is $400. We'll do that in a couple of minutes' time as we play the Hockey Parlay Contest uh, brought to you by Michael E. Minden uh, Jewelers. Uh, this is a fun one for you today as we will offer our game rating as well from last night's win over the Winnipeg Jets and one-timers. And I'll tell you a story. I was just over at lunch, and uh, somebody in the restaurant uh, recognized from from VGK and wanted to know mm-hmm. about our rings. Uh, have we got the rings? And I said, no, the, hmm. the the office people, we, we don't have our rings yet. Uh, and they said, I'd, I'd love one of those. Like, the this general reaction, we all we all can't wait to get a, a Stanley Cup championship ring. And then everybody else, fans uh, around town, uh, they would they would love it. And I said, funny enough, you, you, you can get one. Like, there's, there's uh, different levels of, of the Stanley Cup championship ring, but there's a limited supply of the exact same ring the players get. Like, there's different tiers that, that mm-hmm. go throughout uh, an organization. Players, managers, everybody, get they, they get that top one where the top comes off and the pendant and the sure. mini rink inside, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's very rare that, that teams make the exact same ring available for fans or mm-hmm. supporters to purchase. And you can do that here. And that, yeah. that, that is just, it, it blows my mind how cool that is in one of the great uh, entertainment cities in the world that there's 50 rings available uh, for fans that are the exact same as the model that Mark Stone has or Bruce Cassidy is wearing. And so mm-hmm. to check out the, the Vegas, I didn't realize it was the exact same ring. Uh, that the yeah. fans could buy. That just uh, blew my mind. And then throughout this conversation today, it it came up, and I thought, why would Christmas is around the corner? Like if if you sure. if you have everything, or your your uh, husband has everything, he's got the yeah. golf membership, he's got the Porsche, he's got the uh, the the great job, he's he's got the big house, you got everything. What like why not go for a ring? Can you why imagine not? that? Like un- unwrapping okay. that. On Christmas Day, be fun. You know by how heavy it is, for sure. Yeah, good point. Uh, good yeah. point. Uh, it just uh, it was something that happened today, and it was buzzing around my head that uh, that somebody could actually go and purchase uh, as a mm-hmm. gift or for themselves the exact same Stanley Cup championship ring, and you don't have to go through one long practice to get it. You just have to be a fan of the team. And you can put your name on it. You can put your number on it. Like, it's customizable Mm -hmm. to you. And uh, what what an amazing... If if I wasn't already getting one, I'd do it. Yeah. Oh, would you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. I don't know. Like, 
I make three hundred fifty grand a year doing this. Yeah, I mean it's, it's nothing. It'd, to you. Be, it'd be my way just to, to give back to the organization a little bit. Well, there's yeah. one That's of us sure. yes, of Chapman. the three who isn't getting one, so you could always buy him yeah. one. No, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm just putting uh, it out there. Since you want to give back to the organization, <laughs> yeah, not, not to you. But yeah. you're not giving it to me. You're giving no. it to the organization. No, 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 I don't. Uh, yeah, if, you if, said, I'm like, it, if I'm going to do it, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to no, I'm I'm going to do it for real. I'm going to do it oh, for okay. me God, well, as a way to you. give so, back to the organization. You, you get some good karma. <laughs> there's there's got to be a whole bunch of me in, involved in this. Chat, so you, you guys ready Chapman, to play that? I don't make three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, so I can't yeah. do yeah. it. Yeah, you, you get a better agent. Elliot Kerr is is the best in the business, and he's the one that that got me this gig. So Landmark Sport Group, look him up. He's 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 Awesome. Elliot Kerr, 350 grand for Millard uh, for doing the show. Uh, wow. Hockey Parlay Contest. Uh, let's open up the phone line, 702-876-1340. Caller number four. Okay. So call now, and you will participate in the Hockey Parlay Contest, and then we'll we'll flip it over, and we'll start the actual competition in just a little bit as soon as Chapman gets around to, to doing his business. I'm, I'm walking him through this right now. I'm watching. I'm watching him do this now. He's he's answering the phone. It's live play by play answering the phone. We also have our game ratings uh, still to come yep. uh, based on the boost. And the Winnipeg Jets fall to the Vegas Golden Knights last night. It never felt close, but it was close throughout the night. It, it was it was the opposite of some of the other games where uh, it 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 felt. Uh, like it was, it was always in doubt. Last night never felt and felt in doubt. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel like the game was yeah. was ever really in doubt either. I thought the Golden Knights played really well in the first period, and you know, but the score was the, close. The, the score was close, but I, I just they didn't give up much. They were really, really solid uh, in all three zones, and then you know there was the push early on from Winnipeg, and you know the closest the game felt obviously was. Uh, one one, but then the Golden Knights power play comes up with two goals in in just under uh, one hundred seconds, ninety eight seconds apart, and you, you you take the game right back and and you you deal with a push and you come back through and the Golden Knights did a really good job just kind of managing the pressure from Winnipeg the rest of the night from there on out. Yep. Alec Martinez takes the high stick from Mason Appleton, and at that point, mm-hmm. Winnipeg had outshot Vegas seven nothing in the first part of the second. That yep. changed the momentum, and it was uh, game over. So let's get into our hockey parlay contest. That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. Time to parlay with the insiders. Brought to you by Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers in the Fashion Show Mall. All right, let's bring in Steve uh, in the green room. Uh, what do you think of our green room? Uh, it, you, you satisfied? Was there enough snacks in there? Hello, Steve. Beautiful people. Nice. I uh, just got a bit of that. Uh, hopefully that uh, your phone is uh, good and you're not in a bad area because you, you kind of got a little quirky there. Let's... Uh, you know how it works, right? We give you three games, and if you uh, are correct on all three, you'll win that week's pot. It's $400 this week. $400 is going to be good enough for you to participate in this? Oh, yeah. I'll take that 400 boy. Uh, let's start with Chapman uh, with the first game. All right, Steve. So first game up is tomorrow afternoon at 4 p.m. our time, and it has the Columbus Blue Jackets. 
visiting the nation's capital, and they will take on the Caps. It's going to be the Capitals. All right. I, I like that call, too. Home, home team, even though the Caps aren't going great, I still like the, the, the home team on that. Um, not, and I'll give you a chance to change one or two of the games uh, later on. Uh, Wallace, what do you got? All right. Uh, we're going to challenge the home team narrative uh, right now. I've got the Pittsburgh Penguins traveling to San Jose to take on the Sharks tomorrow, 7 o'clock game. This is kind of a trap game, Steve. 7 o'clock our time? Yep. Okay, Pittsburgh I'm in San take, Jose. I'm going to take San Jose. Okay, San Jose hasn't won yet. Yeah, it's a long, <laughs> late night for Pittsburgh. All right, and, and they lost. <laughs> San Jose lost ten-one last night. <laughs> and you're sticking with it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna stick with it. All right, uh, final the game, the Carlson game. Final game. Uh, they they're scoring a bunch of goals. Los Angeles Kings. Take on the Philadelphia Flyers, who are off to a better start than we anticipated. That game is in Philadelphia tomorrow. Tomorrow, what's that? What time is that game? That's a four thirty uh, Pacific time. So, seven. Uh, what is that? It's a seven thirty. Seven thirty uh, Eastern time. And we're gonna go with Kings. Kings, you, you're the first person that has really uh, been intrigued or interested uh, in times uh, of the faceoffs. What's what's making you? Dial in that. East Coast, West Coast, things like that. And, you know, it's a 7 o'clock start time, our time. So it's about 10, 10 o'clock East Coast time. Okay. Uh, a good explanation. I'll give you one more opportunity if you want to flip any of your picks. You've got the Caps to beat the Blue Jackets at home, you've got the LA Kings to upset the Philadelphia Flyers on the road and San Jose on home ice to record their first win of the season against Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Eric Carlson. Oh, no. Oh, I should switch that one. Um, yeah, I'll switch that one. Okay. Boy, I hope we don't cost you $400. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a smart call, though. Yeah, I think it's a good I mean, yeah. There's going to be hell to play, pay if uh, if Sid loses to San Jose. And and by the way, Pitts, Pittsburgh won the Stanley Cup in San Jose. They they clinched the Stanley Cup title mm-hmm. in San Jose. So there's a lot of good vibe there uh, with Pittsburgh. Another reason why I, I would go with the the Penguins. Eric Carlson's first game back in San Jose too. Yeah. Let's not forget. Oh yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a good call. There we are. I'm glad uh, we got two road teams, but uh, that's uh, I- I'm with you. I would make the exact same picks on all three. Good luck, Steve. I uh, hope right. you're cashing that uh, check for four hundred dollars. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Be good. There's uh, Steve in the uh, hockey parlay contest. You know, I think that's the first time that we've been doing this that somebody has switched their picks. <laughs> I wasn't letting him off the phone. Without <laughs> listen, <laughs> with, by, by taking San Jose, there, there I was, was not. Yeah, I was not yeah, allowing no that to happen. No there was a point last night where San Jose was down nine to nothing, and they had mm-hmm. only scored nine goals on the season. Mm-hmm. So Vancouver yeah. at one point was basically even with the Sharks. Was it not? It was ten. I think. I think it got to ten nothing. Then what was the final? Ten one. Ten one. Yeah, could have gone either way. Yeah, really, <laughs> yeah. really close there. And it got to the point where, I mean, 
San Jose had a goalie hurt and uh, and pucks were going off legs and it was just yeah. it, there wasn't one of those ninety foot bouncers or a terrible awful goal in any mm. of them. It was strange and Demko losing the shadow in the last three minutes. Oh, I think was he was just he was devastating. He was pointing towards I think about, uh, whether it was interference or a, or a kicked in goal, but he, it was more out of frustration. Like oh, I can't believe I'm this close. To a shutout. <laughs> Felt bad for him. Five point nine. That's for Quinn uh, Hughes. that. Yeah, Quinn Hughes. Good. That that goal is really going to springboard the uh, the San Jose Sharks back to relevance. I'm telling you, she we broke a, a shutout. Look at us. I got a note from Positivity Alley saying, "Okay, the Sharks are beating the Penguins now because I convinced Steve I, to change." His I game. I guarantee that will happen. You yeah, guarantee, guarantee it? That will ha- yeah. Or you think oh, yeah. it's going to happen? Uh, I mean. I don't know. I, I guarantee it. I think it, I think it'd be funny. It would, it would like be, it wouldn't be funny for Steve, but it would be pretty no, funny for you. It wouldn't be funny for the Steve for Steve. But here's here's the great part about the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chapman has said to me just off the air. He slipped me a note and he said okay. that if if the Penguins uh, lose to San Jose, he'll cover Steve yeah, with the four hundred dollars. I don't think that happens. So I think I think yeah. that's a great I, uh, great. Uh, Move an Chapman? overture by by Chapman to say Chapman that I'll cover the four hundred dollars. Hold on, Chapman didn't even get up to give you a hug for the bit. No. I know he didn't slip you a note. <laughs> I know how long it takes Chris to find pen and paper well, you in that it. studio. He was looking Come over on. at a shelf uh, over to his right. He had to slide <laughs> his chair over to write down the names for the hockey parlay contestants, and then he had to yeah. go back over to the phone, which is why I had to drag it out a little bit. Uh, for him to get this, he he. There's not an ounce of preparedness <laughs> until he actually needs something. Get up and go. Oh, Is mean, that not right? Listen, there's there's did that happen? There's literally a pen oh, right next to me, and I have mm-hmm. a shelf with blank sheets of paper right next to me. Can you reach that shelf with paper? No, but no. it's it's like it's it's not, like, it's not like I have to get up and walk across the room. It's three feet away. Oh, that's good. <laughs> You know what? Oh. If I was making four fifty, I'd buy the ring. Oh. I'd buy the same ring the players have. That limited edition quality. That's I'll pretty buy it to you. But I'm only I'm, I've only got three fifty k. Yeah. But can you imagine though? Can you imagine? Oh, I'm I'm good. It's just he, <laughs> I think he screwed you. I think. Well, he didn't uh, screw me. Ellie Kerr uh, screwed you. Uh, can you imagine walking around like at a, at, a, at a party? Like is mm-hmm. whoever's buying these rings, they got some cake. Sure. Like the same ring oh, yeah. as the players at that level, you've got some cake. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so you're you're traveling in a in a world where it takes a little bit something special to to stand out from the crowd. To be able to have one of those. Mm-hmm. Like if 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 your husband loves the Golden Knights and mm-hmm. you're rolling in it. That's a cool gift. And don't be afraid to get your favorite radio host slash TV host. <laughs> one, two. Because I, I could use a cup. You're I, already, I, you're I know, already getting one. But I, I could use one as the display ring and one okay, as my right. wear out ring. Right? How many times are you going to wear that thing out? Oh, when I go back to Brandon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, okay. I'll okay. be playing golf with it. With a no, Slurpee in the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let's get into Amazing. our game rating from last night. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to 
All of life's problems. Why are you giggling over there? Because <laughs> I just love that. Every time. Homer Every time. Simpson, he just gets me. <laughs> the greatest television character in the history of television. The most accurate thing ever said on that program. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's true. We have a big win over the Winnipeg Jets last night. Uh, we are basing it on booze. Uh, the top uh, five out of five is uh, Dom Perignon, a little champagne. Uh, Fireball is a one out of five, and we've got uh, gin and tequila and scotch whiskey uh, in between. And uh, those are two, three, and four. Chapman. All right. I, I, I've gone back and forth on this between a scotch whiskey and a, and a Dom P, but I'm going to go with a Dom P. I know there there were parts like you mentioned they were they were outshot seven nothing up to the point of that Mason Appleton high stick but I like the way that the team reacted when they got into situations that that were like Appleton, oh, I know App- what's going on right here what what's that you're using the same line of questioning that you asked last night no I'm, I'm did just... you did you not ask somebody about following up. Yes, I asked. Yeah, Petrangelo. That, I, yes. I know. I, I yeah. was, see. I pay attention to the post. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I asked. I asked Petrangelo about that, and, yes. and he kind of he kind of looked at me. He's like, "Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny how it worked yeah. out that way." But Howie Meeker over there. But I'm I'm talking about the fact that Appleton takes that high stick, or or gives that high stick to Martinez. What do they do? They go out and they score two goals on that double minor. Make put the pay. put the game away. Yeah, you punish the Winnipeg <clears throat> Jets for making that type of mistake. Jonathan Marsh is so he has the he has the penalty flip it over the boards. I know, you know, Bruce kind of mentioned that sometimes that's a tough penalty, but it was the fact that Marsh is so was the one who responded and scored the goal after the the the, the Jets got their power play goal. I thought I thought mm-hmm. that overall, I thought that Logan Thompson played a really good game. Um I thought the fact that you got goals from your first line uh with Barbashev getting a goal and an assist and then Marsh is so with the hat trick. And then William Carlson extends his point streak to eight games. So I don't know how you can't rate it a Dom P because that's what I'm going. It's a Dom P, Dom Perignon. I can't believe that you were so twisted about that or conflicted about that. Well, because they're, they're, <laughs> listen, you, you sold me the, on the, it. The first period I thought was kind of sluggish. No, from but both the, teams. Way, the, the way you walked through it was it was a slam dunk Dom P. It, but it, one hour and twenty one minutes. For the first period? No. Oh, okay. We let me finish. <laughs> one hour and 21 minutes into this radio show today mm-hmm. is the first mention of Jonathan Marcheseau's hat trick. Well, it's because we spent like 25 minutes dissecting a, ch- a question from Chris mm-hmm. Chapman. Uh, yeah. Listen, it's it's a Dom P for essentially everything that Chapman just talked about. Logan Thompson was great. He gets his first career NHL point. Um really does make the play on Jonathan Marcheseau's power play goal along with Mark Stone you get the the hat trick from Marcheseau we were talking about it going into this uh, into the game yesterday that the Golden Knights hadn't gotten a multi-goal performance from anybody yet to this point in the season and then it happens and of course it's Jonathan Marcheseau leading the charge there another fantastic game from William Carlson as as you mentioned Chapman it's an eight game point streak for him he's the goal and an assist um it just there's a lot to to like, and to be honest, like you look at Ben Hutton, Braden Pahal, I thought they played really, really well for the Golden Knights last night. Ben Hutton moving his feet, and you know Braden Pahal against a heavier 
Winnipeg team was was really good in the trenches. So with with all that being said, and the fact that you get that win, it's five two. It's not close. It doesn't ever feel close. And you have four regulars out of the lineup uh, to make it a, a 10-0-1 start through the first 11 games. It's it's Dom P all the way. Uh, I'll go with the response after the Montreal game in mm-hmm. which they won. They found a way to get two points from that game. But from the coach through the players and into the goaltenders, everybody was a little bit on edge about that game. And they could have done more to support uh, Aiden Hill. They leaned on their goaltender uh, a little bit uh, too much in that game. Jonathan Marshall, after the contest uh, on the bench side interview on the post game show on the TV side with Ashley Weiss, was it sounded more like they lost the game. To be quite honest, the the inflection and the uh, cadence of of his uh, comments was not very happy. The coach, we got to find a way to be to be better and and to be sharper. They were much sharper after two days of practice and played a game that was very much on point with a club being the best team in the National Hockey League, not just last year, but this year. And there was a bit of a flex last night, and it was great to see. Six guys went into that game last night tied for the team lead in goals. Six-way tie. William Carlson breaks it. And that lasted 20 minutes, and he fell back into a tie and then dropped behind Jonathan Marsh, so who uh, scored the hat trick and doubled his league. So uh, having a breakout offensive performance by uh, a player, never mind it being a really critical uh, player with the, to the success of this team, I thought added added a little bit of swagger to the club as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I... I think it was fantastic. Uh, just a, a great response, as you mentioned, from the Golden Knights after that Montreal game. And it, you needed it, right? Because you use this one against Winnipeg as a tune-up for the big one, which is tomorrow, the, the game I cannot wait for, and that's Vegas-Colorado. Bounce-back game after a win. You don't say yeah, that well, very often. But that, it's the standard. that, that was the situation uh, for yeah. Vegas. So now it's been two really good games in the last uh, three. Uh, the, the win over L.A., in which they, they fell behind to nothing, but played a really controlled game the rest of the way. The Montreal game, and now a control game. It was closer than the reaction to the game felt. Like they, mm. it, it never felt in doubt, but uh, then you get uh, maybe a couple more goals, and maybe that blows it uh, uh, out of the water on, on both sides of it. But now, uh, as Chapman so eloquently stated in his question, asking the first question to the coach in the postgame press conference, that was yep. the kind of game that gives Vegas confidence going into a much-anticipated encounter with Colorado Avalanche, a game that involves the most recent two Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, it, it's it's exactly the type of tune-up that you were looking for, and you know I think the fact that the Golden Knights were able to to put it together uh, ahead of tomorrow night's game against Colorado is is a, a great sign because it shows that the, the the bar is set incredibly high, the standards are incredibly high. Yeah, you want to bank points for sure, but you know there's a a, a degree of pride in in playing the right way and and not you know getting away with your B game on a night-to-night basis. So um, I'm expecting. 
a really fun and entertaining game tomorrow between Vegas and Colorado. I, I think it's going to be back and forth, and I just cannot wait for puck drop. I can't. You know, was it three years ago where they played in the same division and mm-hmm. they ended up tied at the end of the year? Colorado wins the President's Trophy, but they, mm-hmm. they, were, they were dead even. Yep. The pride uh, of, of the National Hockey League on top uh, from their two, two cities. The next year, Vegas is beat up, mm-hmm. and they, they just they aren't at the same level because they don't have the same uh, ability to have the, their, all their players going. Colorado wins the Stanley Cup. Yep. Last year, it's Colorado that's beat up for most of the year and uh, aren't able to turn it on in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So they have what they would term an off year, losing in the first round. Yep. This is the first real time since the division-only format where both teams are going at the same time again. Like, it was great in that. It was one of the, the only things that I loved about that season uh, because mm-hmm. fans weren't in attendance. There was, there was, uh, we, it took a while to get back uh, to normal. But we're, we're in a situation again where both Vegas and Colorado are on top of their respective games. Going mm-hmm. uh, going into this game, Colorado six and two. Uh, uh, they, I think they dropped their last two, but uh, off to a six and zero start. Uh, and Vegas is ten and one one. It'll it'll be fun. It's it's a measuring stick game for both teams. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, it, it really is. It's it's a great way for the Golden Knights to kind of test themselves against a team we expect to be you know, top two or three in the conference. And it's a, a chance for the Colorado Avalanche to see how close they are to the defending Stanley Cup champions. I, I Again, can't wait. You'll be the closest vibe to what we experienced in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, where sure. Where there's nervousness, expectation. Like the Dallas game was good mm-hmm. uh, against a team that they played in the playoffs. You had uh, the Winnipeg game, LA game. Uh, th- those were all good. And those were their best games of the year. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow... Tomorrow night is different against Colorado, yep. and there'll be a different intensity in the building in that game from the players uh, on both benches in particular, and uh, it's going to be a whole bunch of fun. Now, we've got one-timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League to come, and we've got tickets, one set of tickets to give away. We'll do that in the next segment on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Carlson left corner, centered, one-timer, score! It's time for one-timers. one-timers. A quick look at news and notes from around the National Hockey League. Brought to you by Paul Padalaw. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery. Some injury news to tell you about. Adam Fox, New York Ranger defenseman, Norris Trophy winner. He's out, and he's out for a little bit. Uh, He left the 2-1 win against the Carolina Hurricanes on Thursday with a lower body injury, and it's going to be a while. Long-term injured reserve. Yeah, I mean, that's really – that's tough for uh, the New York Rangers and and Adam Fox specifically because uh, he is a a driver and an engine and one of the best defensemen in the league, so – um, but the, the Rangers are really good, and they've had a, a great start to the year. So um, hopefully they're, they're able to get him back, and he'll be okay. 
Uh, Philip Heedle uh, is also on injured reserve. Uh, he left that uh, same game. So they're going through some adversity right now. Taylor Hall, he's been out for a little bit. Chicago Blackhawks uh, forward, former MVP of the National Hockey League, uh, could return to the lineup uh, against the Florida Panthers on Saturday. And every little bit helps uh, a team that's just trying to get Connor McDavid as successfully as they possibly can through his first year. But uh, Taylor Hall, uh, we haven't seen his full impact uh, with him, but I, I think he can still be a, a strong contributor to that team. Yeah, I, I think having Taylor Hall alongside Connor Bedard is, is incredibly important. It, it really is. It's why you brought him in, right? It's why you bring in Taylor Hall uh, to play alongside Connor Bedard and, and, and help him along through the course of, of this first season. And, you know, obviously you want him able to help on the ice and, and I'm sure that behind the scenes there's also aspects that he's helping with too but uh, you want Connor Bedard to have some players around him that can can score and, and help set some things up and uh, you know hopefully Taylor Hall can provide that. Yeah, you just don't want him to be out uh, long 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 term uh, and uh, yeah. hopefully that he's back and into a group. Carter Hart, Sean Couturier day to day after not playing uh, at the Buffalo Sabres uh, tonight, uh, Carter Hart uh, hurt himself, uh, a, a mid-body injury, as we stated, mid-body mm -hmm. injury. It's got to be mm -hmm. like a injured belly button, right? Is that, is that what we determined? Yeah, probably. Injured belly button. Exactly. Uh, yeah. In the 5-2 loss to the Sabres on Wednesday, Cal Peterson was recalled. There's a name we haven't talked about wow. in a while. Former Los no, Angeles really Kings uh, goaltender, Southpaw. Yeah. And yeah. he signed the big five-year contract. And uh, last year was the first year, and he didn't even make it through the season with the Los Angeles oh. Kings. Was traded over to Philadelphia in the offseason. It was a bit of a uh, spocky and eyebrow raise to that one because they already have enough goaltenders. Philadelphia uh, called him up, but um, uh, he's, uh, he's really going to spend most of his year in uh, Lehigh Valley. I uh, want to mention that uh, expansion keeps popping up, the topic yeah. of expansion, especially in and around the Arizona Coyotes situation. That's a relocation, but when people discuss where Arizona goes, it impacts what you might have to do with either uh, realignment or adding yeah. other teams. Right now, they're in a perfect spot. 16 and 16 in split between the two conferences and there are seven teams in Canada it's it's a really good situation but Gary Bettman admitted that uh, that they're getting interest from Houston from Salt Lake City hmm. uh, that rank would need some massaging uh, with its sight sure. lines and, and a couple of things uh, with the way that uh, you would view hockey there Atlanta is interested mm -hmm. I would be shocked if that ever happens. I know that there Third is... times the charm, right? Just because there's interest doesn't mean you necessarily go there, but I would be shocked if it happened. And Quebec City is still there. Uh, they have the, uh, the the great rink. I, I don't know whether this is just people on slow news days like to bring it up or whether mm -hmm. it's there's legitimate ownership interest now, Salt Lake City, yes. I think Houston, you can, you can certainly go there. Um, but uh, something like uh, Quebec City, they, they've got uh, uh, the uh, TVR uh, uh, money there. Um, there's there's a billionaire uh, able to, to write that check. But I don't know whether I don't know whether it's ever going to happen. Batman says it's not in their radar right now. So we I think yeah. for the last time. 
in a long time we can shelve the idea that, uh, that the National Hockey League is going to be heading down a road of expansion. And if they do expand, I think they go two teams uh, to, sure. to have it as an even number with with clubs uh, uh, balanced out on, on both sides of the uh, the conferences. But it's, it works so well right now. You've got eight teams yeah. in each division. It's mm-hmm. perfect. 16 teams in each conference. It's perfect. Yeah. It's balanced. It's it's easy to, to schedule. Uh, it just flows. The the crossover was really a, the, the way it works right now. The if you if you're uh, you can cross over to the other division. That was really put in place because there was a different uh, number of teams in each one division to the other. Yeah, I'd like to get rid of that. To be quite honest, uh, so would I. But uh, so would I. But I understand why they they keep it in just in case the every now and then it does happen. Uh, like like it did last year, uh, I would like uh, I would like them to stay at 32. Uh, as much as Quebec City would have a team back, or uh, Houston, a big market uh, would be great. Kansas City, I, I didn't see them on, on that list, but I think that could be a, a, an area that would, would would fit in well between the Chicago's and the St. Louis up in that Midwest. So a couple things. 32 to me seems like the right number of teams, not just because we're there right now, but as you mentioned, like even if you add two more, right, then you're at that 34 um, and you've got in inequity within a division, right, or within at least two divisions. Um, I am with you in that I, I think you should do away with the wild card. It's, it's top four teams in each division make the playoffs. And you go through your division, then you go through your conference, then you go to the Stanley Cup final. That that's how I'd like to see it moving forward. But kind of the larger overarching question is how many teams is too many teams? Uh forty eight. Forty eight? Yeah. Okay. I think forty eight's too many. Do you disagree? Yeah, I mean forty eight's way too many. Yeah. Oh. But I mean like is is thirty six too many? Like, if you add one team to each division, is that too many? Sounds too many right now, but yeah. if you get up to 34, that then 36 is the same. next logical step. Exactly. Like, yeah, there's 21 teams, like in the sort of the 80s. That that was the yeah. the, the 21 team. I know there's there's fewer before that. You go back to the original six, but uh, this this was a league with with 21 teams when it when it really grew and then you started adding uh clubs uh in in different columbus and minnesota and and going down uh the list uh with with some of these arizona uh coming into the league uh sunbelt uh florida and and tampa uh it 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 exploded so um 21 to 32 sounds like a massive jump but right now it's logical right yeah no, it makes you sense. You couldn't imagine doing that. So is 36 too many? Right now, yeah. But if if they went to 34, it's right there. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know how, how many. And the, the watering down of talent is something that's always brought up. Sure. Uh, the NHLPA would love to have 36 teams because more yeah, jobs. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And, and what happens there is you've got you've got two more teams for every NHL team you put in because you need an American Hockey League team, you need an AHL team. 
So there's lo- hockey players would love it, but I don't know whether whether you can sustain it. Uh, and if it, is there enough markets to have that many teams? It's uh, I, it's a good conversation. I just don't know whether it's relevant anymore. So I'm going to table it until I hear something from Gary B. And whether or not it's going to, uh, there's some some real uh, possibility behind that. Uh, Logan Cooley scored his first goal. See that Arizona Coyotes uh, top pick came out of college. I, I did. It yeah. was beautiful. Uh, yeah. What a play! Uh, Arizona uh, and Anaheim played, but it was the Anaheim game a couple of nights ago against Pittsburgh that grabbed my attention. See, Greg Cronin yeah. got tossed. He did. $25,000 fine for being, uh, for basically uh, being mean to the refs. Well, he but, was right. It shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been goalie. Interference. Yeah, there was, there was uh, a call that went against him, and then it was reviewed, and he didn't like, and that went against him, and he didn't like that. <laughs> so he got, he got two penalties. Yeah. One for delay yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't start right away. Like he didn't send his players yep. out right away, which is. Yeah. A, a call that we should see more. Mm-hmm. Delay game because you don't because you want to get your comments into the officials. You're not sending your players over. <laughs> I love that call. Delay game. Then he got the unsportsmanlike conduct, and then he got tossed. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't see a lot of hockey coaches get the heave ho. It's, no, it's a don't. rarity now. I feel like we need to see it more. Like I, I'm I'm all I'm all about Cronin getting getting tossed and getting the fine like I again I think he was right so especially like when you're justified to to really go to battle with that I, I loved it it was awesome 25k you know what he could have done with that money bought a ring put it towards VGK Stanley Cup ring yeah like an authentic yeah. same ring that the players get sure I'm hot in this ring thing today I just you really are. Well, because we had a great conversation at lunch when the person brought yeah. it up. I'm like, you can you can actually get one. That's so yeah. neat. You never before. It's uh, I don't, I don't know whether it in the past teams have uh, offered up the same ring. Now, this is a limited yeah. quality. There's limited numbers of these fifty, yeah. I think, uh, of the actual ring that you can get that the players uh, uh, have. But boy, that's that that that's really cool. Um, you remember Yessi Pugliarvi? I, I do, of course. He's uh, recovering from hip surgery. Okay. Look for him to get back into the National Hockey League. And he doesn't have a team right now. He's like Patrick Kane. Patrick yeah. Kane's rehabbing off of hip resurfacing surgery. Have you done mm-hmm. any research into hip resurfacing? I don't want to. It's It sounds like easy. But it's yeah. nasty, what yeah, what, I, what they do and going in and, and smoothing things out uh, on the uh, the hip socket. It, sounds it like does, torture. It honestly, a hip replacement mm-hmm. is easier to to function off of than a Oof. hip resurfacing surgery. Wild. Now you get to keep your your actual hip, and there's things that you can do with a real hip that you can't do with an artificial hip. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's positive. But I'm not sure you can play in the National Hockey League with a fake hip. Uh, so that that allows uh, Patrick Kane to keep going, but it is it it's invasive, and what they have to do. Oh, listen, Chapman just <laughs> did you hear that? I sure did. 
<laughs> oh boy. Chapman, did you just Google hip resurfacing? Yes, yes, and I... Looks painful, doesn't it? Well, when I get to use a power tool called a reamer nope. to remove the cartilage nope. that lines the socket, yeah, mm. I'm done. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But it allows you to come back, and that's what Kane is uh, rehabbing from right now. He's, he's been ahead of schedule. I think we're looking at middle of this month from the reports. Oh, wow. Where you could see That'll be fun. Patrick Kane back practicing with whatever team uh, that uh, he signs on with. Uh, let's uh, take a break, but before we do, we've got two tickets to see the Vegas Golden Knights against the Vegas go uh, against the LA Kings uh, against the themselves might be the only way that they would ever lose a game, <laughs> right? The way the way they're this going right now. This team will never lose yeah, again. They they they're not losing anybody else. Uh, the Los Angeles Kings against the Vegas Golden Knights next Wednesday. We've got two tickets for you. 702-876-1340. Uh, be caller number six right now, and then we'll catch up with Chapman on the other side. When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Oh, Christopher. Hi, Darren. So we live in the city of entertainment, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to the mariachi band from the Las Vegas Academy that played last night. They are so good. They were awesome. Amazing. Like, I know, Ryan, like, it had to be difficult to, to, to do the intermission report while those guys were playing, right? Because it's just so loud. But, mm. like, I have to remind myself, and I have to remind people in attendance, they're all in high school. Those are high school students that were playing last night, and they were amazing. Like, that's a great school, by the way, and I'm not just saying that because my son goes there, but Las Vegas Academy of the Arts is is fantastic. So, like, if you have a kid who's musically talented or into theater and stuff, take a look because it's 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 like a it's like a uh, what what do they call it? Like a one of those schools where it's it's public, but you charter don't school. No, not a charter school. It's a magnet school, magnet school. So, like, if your kid excels in the arts, they have graphic design, all that stuff, music, theater. Do they have operators? No, no, no. That would be producers. The, <laughs> that would be the Las Vegas Academy of Broadcast, which I don't know if that exists, but <laughs> I just, why not? <laughs> Listen, if they exist, you don't want me to be an instructor. <laughs> we end we end the same way we start. <laughs> why would we not? It's Friday. But yeah, big shout out to those kids last night. I, I thought they were phenomenal. And like, yeah. everybody in the press box stopped and watched them. Like, that's how awesome they were. Good job, guys. You want to use the rest of your time? No, no, I can't. That, I said that they're awesome. Like, good. what if I wasn't here? Well, what if you had to keep talking? What I would, would have. I would have said, "Have a good weekend, everybody," and I would have faded out the music. Let me go look at one of those rings. Yeah, I should.